842 at K-Fire Guns and the 701. Gentlemen, how are you? Good. How are we doing today, Todd? Oh, you know, just living the dream or the nightmare of <laughs> what they're attempting to turn America into. Yeah. It's always fun oh. to get my uh, get texts from my friends in Minnesota. Did you hear what we're doing? Did you hear what we're doing? I'm like, yeah, did you hear I moved away in the 80s? <laughs> There's some crazy things going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a reason I left that place, you guys. Come on, man. Don't blame me. I, uh, anywho. So, mandatory storage locks to become a bigger gun control focus because you got to figure, okay, the gun control crowd's got to figure a way to maneuver in. I guess I'd rather have it that than the thought of, no, we're just going to take them all. Yeah, you got that crazy group that Bloomberg has uh, supported at every town, and I like to call them for gun confiscation, kind of like Jamie does, but it's called for gun safety. There's nothing safety about it. And they've decided now, being they can't win legislatively, and I've always said when, when tyrants and Democrats and leftists can't win, at the ballot box, well, they may go for regulations. Well, they're, what they're trying to do now is go for regulations. And this isn't new. They've done it in a lot of the blue states where they require you to have a gun locked up or have ammunition separated. Heck, even in Minnesota, when you're transporting a firearm, you're supposed to have your ammunition separated from your rifle. I mean, it's an insane idea, really. And that's what they're going on. They're hoping that they can gain a little bit of traction with this. I I don't think it'll go anywhere in our states, but they're they're trying at a federal level. I have I have a I have a feeling they'll try to bring it in in Congress. Um, that isn't the first time. It usually dies in committee. You know, with the Republicans controlling the House right now, I don't see where it's going to go anywhere in the next two years. But it, they're always trying. They never give up. And this is one way to do it. They're even trying to convince parents that when you send your child to someone else's house, ask them, how do they store their gun? What Are there guns in their cars? Are they in their houses? What do you do? Well, you know what? It's none of their business. Um, it's also none of the government's business. And then who defines not in use? They want these firearms. They want them to be stored when not in use. Well, what's not in use? Because a locked-up gun separate from ammo is absolutely just a big old block of steel. It doesn't do anything to protect you, and that's where we're at. So. Not to mention the fact that why why have it so far out of reach? I mean, I get that you don't want everybody just grabbing it. No, oh, wow, look at this! But come on, yeah. Well, and you know, if you're worried about your kids, look at what I've done with my two boys. They've grown up handling firearms since they were old enough to handle them and shoot them. Yeah. They uh, shoot well. I would say they're even better than most adults. My guns are not. Well, I have way too many to lock them all up. I'd have to build a big vault onto my basement. <laughs> I, I just I don't have them locked up. They don't do anything. They sit here. I keep them in, in good working condition, and they haven't hurt anybody or done anything. There you go. Well, well Clay, didn't uh, Heller versus D.C., that, that was uh, concerning, keeping your guns locked up, right? And that was a Supreme Court case, and Dick Heller defeated the, the city of or the District of Columbia. Because they force you yep. to lock your guns up. Yes, that that was actually the whole premise of that case. Um, it was one of our first victories, actually, in the Supreme Court. And then, of course, it was followed by Bruin, which was even bigger. So even the Supreme Court don't think you should be having your guns locked up in your own private residency, yeah, the, especially. So it's just the Democrats couldn't care less about the Supreme Court and law. I mean, if you don't do what right. they do... They're just going to keep. They're going to keep running this. And once this is because 
the assault weapons bans are what they're all about now. And they're, this will be, you know, this is their next thing up. They just they keep rehashing old stuff that doesn't work, just like they keep bringing socialism back all the time. That doesn't work. And they think they found common ground here. They want to give you tax credits <laughs> if you buy yeah. a gun safe. But I don't care what kind of tax credit you give me. When you when you want it mandatory that I lock up my guns and somebody can, can bust into your house and you got to, hey, hey, hang on a second, man. I got to get my gun out of my safe. And my ammo's over here, too. It's separate. Can you hold on before you start assaulting me? That's well, one ground might for me. There is no common ground with uh, with us and the anti gunners because the Second no. Amendment is not up for debate. It's not up for anything other than what the twenty seven words say. And within those twenty seven words, what's it say? Shall not be infringed. This would be an infringement upon my Second Amendment rights, especially in my private residence. So, it's it, it's kind of like ammo regulations. They can't give it to the guns. They can't win in, in the courts. They can't win in the legislatures. They can't win in Congress. So they try to go after ammo and try to restrict all of that. And that's failed pretty much on a, on a nationwide basic basis, except in some of those very blue states. Guns of the 701 here at K-Fire Black Bear kills and catches hikers off-leash dog. So we need to ban the dogs, too, or ban the bears. There we go. <laughs> Get rid of all the bears. Yeah, I, I get a kick out of this. Not that the dog dog was killed in this story, but, yeah, up in Canada in uh, Jasper National Park over the weekend, a dog was killed. Um, uh, it was off the leash. So remember that I said that here when I go to, down through the story a little bit. It was off the leash. I made a point to say that. Um, and Parks Canada Human Wildlife Conflict Specialist located the bear and destroyed it on Sunday, April 23rd. So these hikers, um, they're they're on a trailhead with their two dogs running between them, and they come counter a 200-pound male black bear. One of the dogs chases the bear off up trail. Um, bear ends up coming back, and that's when the bear attacked the second dog. That was Todd. That was standing and barking within a few feet of its owner. Now, just keep keep in mind what I said there in the beginning, okay? And uh, and the, the it says it's unusual and concerning encounter that a 200-pound male bear displays no fear or reaction to bear spray or punches. Wow, really, a 200-pound bear didn't react to getting punched? That, that, that's really a shocker, right? <laughs> and uh, you go down here, and park officials stated, this is a sad reminder that all pets should be kept under control and on a leash at all times within a national park. Um, on a leash, a leash, the dog was a few feet away. How long is the dog leash, Todd? Uh, it'd be as long as you want it to be or as short as you want it to be, I guess. Yeah, well, they're usually a couple <laughs> feet long. Whenever you got that big string that it comes out on. So they're trying to make the case that actually it's this guy's fault that his dog was on a leash. Because it said in the story it was standing within a few feet of its owners when this bear attacked it, right? It's, and, 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 you know, so what I'm thinking, why don't you just carry a gun, right? Well, in Canada, uh, according to the amount of police, uh, their website you got to have a special permit to carry a pistol uh, but you can't carry a shotgun or or, or um, certain rifles you can't carry you know a lot of different kind of rifles but a shotgun well last august in canada a guy shot a, a another black bear with a 20 gauge with a slug that was that was stalking him and another guy well guess what they arrested the guy so i mean he followed their law carried his shotgun used it in self-defense and he still got charged you know, this is a kind of the, this is kind of in my opinion where they kind of put 
you know, this leftist mentality where they put um, animals on par with human beings. It's uh, I, I don't like that, but that's what this kind of sounds like to me. You know, I want to I, I want to see I, the person who can control a shotgun effectively while they have their active dog on its leash. <laughs> right, yanking your arm off. Yeah, you can get that accurate shot off in the first place, or not drop the gun or whatever. But I don't yeah, know. I just they, they they say to keep it on a leash and under control, but the dog was within feet two feet of the owner, so that that, that sounds ridiculous. It sounds to me like they're blaming the owner for this happening. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, Monmouth University poll: more Americans oppose. Assault weapons ban then support it. And this is coming out of a university poll. Fascinating. Yeah, coming out of, uh, what is it, Monmouth or Marmouth? I can't even, Monument or some darn Monmouth. Thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, they found that uh, people don't support, and I'll quote, an assault weapons ban, which is not actually, guys, very surprising. Uh, the majority of people in the country don't. Even when they were passing the 1994 assault weapons ban when Clinton was in there, uh, right before the House uh, Republicans took over in the, in the United States Congress, there wasn't widespread support publicly for the assault weapons ban then. you got to remember, as we had a few years ago here, you also had the Democrats that controlled the 1993 to 1994 U.S. House and Senate, and, of course, Clinton was president, so they rammed it through. Um, Democrats are good at that. I'll give them that. When they got the, the levers of power, they just rammed through their agenda. So this isn't new. There's never been widespread support. But in this poll, they actually found almost a, a nine-point-some percent um, decline in support for this. So it's considerably lower. It's not surprising to me. And something they don't want, although it's the same old rhetoric, they keep blaming an inanimate object because it looks scary or it's black in color and looks like a military-style rifle. They love all these code terms. and So, yeah, it doesn't really surprise me. But the fact yeah, that... I always like to try the... Go ahead. The military-style rifle thing, and <laughs> I got news for you. Go look at some uh, footage of the Civil War. They were using wooden single-shot muskets. That's a military-style <laughs> rifle, too. That's right. Maybe we should just make everybody go back to muskets. Maybe that's the answer. <laughs> Oh, they'd love to Another military style. You come in with 10 muskets and then did a mass shooting. They tell you you didn't need a musket either. So, you know, go down to Compton and just start handing out muskets in the hood and see how that works out for you. <laughs> well, the same poll, Todd, the same poll, they actually asked, you know, about um, uh, universal background checks and get, oh, 81% of the respondents thought that was a great idea. However, they didn't clarify that every high profile mass shooter in the last 16 years acquired. Here's her firearms via a retail background check. The two yep, exceptions were Clackamas Town Center in, in Oregon. He stole his gun in Sandy Hook, or that scuzzbag Adam Lanza killed his mom. He stabbed his mom first and then stole her gun. So a background check wouldn't have prevented one mass shooting. But somehow people think this is a great idea and that these things need to be implemented. Uh, I agree with um, Senator Mike Lee from Utah a year ago when they were talking about this. He said he's sick and tired of, of Americans being ignorant about this, and I agree with them. They are ignorant about it. Non-gun owners shouldn't tell me what I'm supposed to do with my gun when I want to buy one or if I want to store it, but but they do because they think they know. Just like uh, a crypt keeper we got in the White House. He doesn't even know a, a gun from a stick, and he thinks he should regulate them. 
Time for me to put a uh, When Are We Banning Rocks sticker in the back of my car, I guess. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to ban everything that might kill somebody. Don't stop. <laughs> yeah, not very practical, though. Guns in the 701, the new stuff uh, on Wednesdays, and KFYR Plus with the KFYR TV guys as well. Absolutely, and don't forget, get on iHeartRadio. Get the best podcast on iHeart, guys. There Send we the go. The best podcast on iHeart, bar none. Make sure you get that. All right. Guys, have a great weekend. Good to talk to you as always. You too, Todd. Thanks. All right. Guns in the 701. Fantastic. Happy, happy birthday to everyone.